What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Spice Oh Life. Welcome to another another episode, guys. So this episode is going to be about. So the moral of the story is. The moral <laughs> of the story is. Moral of the story yeah. is. This is what it means, and this is how to die. And the moral of the bum ba dum I'll see exactly. if you can figure it out. Exactly, you're right. You're so right, Christopher. You're so right. <laughs> how y'all doing out there? How y'all spice of lifers doing? Hmm? How y'all doing? How's it going? What's going on, y'all? <laughs> you know and as you see, we're still on vacation. Oh, we're in the because we in a, mm, <laughs> and our environment's making us happy. Anyway, yes, um, yes. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you do? You have something in mind? Something on your mind? Or you know, you want to get that party started? You got a story to tell? Yeah, I got something, a story to tell. We got more stories to tell. So, gotta. if you haven't already, if you haven't get seen. Off. The latest, the other uh, stories that we segment that we did. Here it is up here. Just click the link here. That's episode. What this is episode forty. What seven? So that would be episode forty-five. Forty-five. (laughs) All right. So let's get the show on the road. All right. So this is going to be about what to to seek a to seek a revenge or, or. Forgive. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. All right. So, story number one. <laughs> All right. You know what? Okay. Before I start, I'm going to mention this. Somebody said that my laugh was like a witch. Like I laughed like a witch. And when I just laughed now, I was like, that's what they're talking about. The <laughs> I can no, see I why never, they say I that. Never said that. I'm not trying. What it is to, unique. I'm not trying to laugh. I'm sorry, guys. That's that. That just 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 how but I laugh. Is, sometimes she don't realize it. It's kind of like an old school. Sometimes it does sound a little dastardly. But I've never used. I don't know who told you it sounded like. Oh, I thought we were just we were um you know expressing our feelings or something. So I got to I have to make it a point to try to laugh diff- okay okay so oh I do <laughs> yeah you do that too you do that anyway well my mom does I got that from my she mom she sees some laugh and, then, and my grandma my mom and my my grandma and then sometimes I'll be like you laughing at that mom not that mom I do and just be something she had to show me layers all right so here we go. Once upon a time, there was a wise old man who lived in a small village. He was known throughout the land for his wisdom and his ability to solve any problem that came his way. And one day, a young man came to the wise old man and said, I have a problem. I have been wronged by someone and I want revenge. What should I do? The wise old man replied, before you seek revenge, you should ask yourself if it is worth it. Wow. Revenge may make you feel better in the short term, but if it will not bring you true happiness. I'm sorry. Let me say it again. Revenge may make you feel better in the short term, but it will not bring true happiness. The young man thought about this for a moment, then asked, but what if I don't seek revenge? Won't people think I, that I'm weak? The wise old man replied, 
True strength comes from within. It takes more courage to to forgive than it does to seek revenge. If you find it in your heart to forgive those who have wronged you, you will find true happiness. The young man thought about this for a moment and then thanked the wise old man for his advice. He left the village feeling much better than he had before. So the moral. Here's the moral of the story. And the moral of the story is. And the moral of the story is. That's our theme song. And the moral of the story is. Forgiveness is a sign of true strength and courage. It takes more courage to forgive than it does to seek revenge. That is so true, everyone. It is so, it takes more work to forgive. So uh, the person that's seeking the forgiveness or they willing to just forgive, just imagine how that is, how much better you feel in the outcome. But it is so easy to revenge because you want, you want, uh, I want, want that person to, you know, they need to pay for what they've done. And no, I'm not going to forgive them. But guess what? That's going to hold right here in your heart. So what are your thoughts on it, Christopher? Yeah, I, I think that's a good moral. And um, yeah, that heart, mm-hmm. that heart can be something else. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It can be treacherous. Or it can be, you know, depending on the condition, it can be a good thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, you yeah. talk about feelings and pride that that's that's involved in this oh, and pride. humility as well. Pride. So it's like, pride. I'm going to say this. There, there are things I can tell you that people have done to me and some folks have done over and over and over again. But guess what? <laughs> me holding on, that in my heart, it hurts me because nobody ain't thinking about what's going on. And they probably don't even, you know, they're not giving me a second thought. And nobody ain't got time for that. And nobody ain't got time for that. So the best thing that I need to do is move on. <laughs> Let it go. Cole doesn't bother her anyway. Exactly. Um, I have one. This one's kind of short. Mm-hmm. Some of you, this is a popular one. Some people know. Um, but, you know, I always tell my version of it because versions are slightly different. So um, so there was the uh, young city gnat. It was time to fly. So he... uh. He leaves, all right, see ya. And he goes flying off into the city. And he, he picked up things right real quick there. He comes buzzing around <laughs> through the subway. He's able to get some of the foods and snacks and the nets and people swatting play. They don't even see him because he's so small. And he just buzzing like, that's exactly right. Buzzy, buzzy, buzzy. Always just doing his thing. And one day, his uh, he met a, the, uh, one of the family members of the other Nat family, mm-hmm. and they told him, mm-hmm. "Say, man, there's too many of us here. Y'all, yeah. we got to go to another city." Let's go. And the other Nat was like, "Yeah, you know, hey, the young Nat was like, I'm young. I don't care. I go to another city. I know mm-hmm. they, you know, it's gonna be good times there. I'm gonna make it happen." So he went a buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. He had to cross over this meadow, and it was like quiet, but you could just hear this little tiny buzz. If you listen close, you could hear it. And then he comes across this big old cow, <laughs> bull, mm-hmm. lands on a tiny tippy horn of it. <laughs> Take a little breath. <sighs> oh, yeah. He's tired. Like a little gnat brow. Phew. <laughs> you know, he talks some manners. So he says, excuse me, kind cow. I'm about to make my leave. I, I'm sure you was like this crazy gnat is on my horn making all this noise. I know you're glad yeah. I'm about to leave. And he buzzes. And as he buzzes, the cow is like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you was on my horn. 
think nothing about it. Uh, anyway, yeah. and then that go buzzing off like, excuse me, and goes to the next city. Now, here's the moral. Okay. Sometimes we may do something we think is important. Sometimes mm-hmm. we may do some things not so important. Yeah. But we're always going to think more of ourselves than others yes. do. Yes. Whether it's positive or negative. We always going to think highly when other people got their own problems and they usually 99.99% of the time ain't thinking nothing Mm-mm. at the level of what you're thinking of it. You're going to amplify oh. yourself more than anyone else like Mr. Nat. That is so true. And when you think of it in that way, it, hey, it is what it is. And if you want to the show, it is what it is. Click <laughs> up here. So, so ba- that's the moral of the story is. Yeah. So basically, you know, that's just how people are. You know, you think more of this of a situation of of a of a anything than somebody else ever will. And that to me. Sometimes that's time wasted. Well, in certain situations, you know, if it, stuff needs to be addressed, it needs to be addressed. But just know that, you know, right, we think highly of things more than we should. And I might have another one later on about overthinking and all that stuff. All right. Thinking the mind can, hmm. <laughs> Here's another one. It's called The Shepherd Boy and Wolf. All right, a shepherd boy tended to his master's sheep near a dark forest, not far from the village. Soon he found life in the pasture very dull. All he could do to amuse himself was to talk to his dog or play on his shepherd's pipe. So one day, as he sat watching the sheep and the quiet forest and thinking what he would do, <laughs> I don't know what Chris is doing And we was thinking he would. I'm sorry let me start over One day as he sat watching The sheep The quiet forest and thinking He would And thinking he would do I'm sorry And thinking what he would do Should he see a wolf He thought of a plan to amuse himself His master had told him to call for help should a wolf attack the flock and the villagers would drive it away. So now, though he had not seen anything that even looked like a wolf, he ran toward the village shouting at the top of his voice, Wolf! Wolf! As he expected, the villagers who heard the cry dropped their work and ran in great excitement to the pasture. But when he they got there, they found the boy doubled up with laughter at the trick he had played on them. A few days later, the shepherd boy again shouted, Wolf! Wolf! Again, the villagers ran to help him, only to be laughed at again. Then one evening, as the sun was setting behind the forest and the shadows were creeping out over the pasture, a wolf really did spring from the underbrush and fall upon the sheep and terror the boy ran towards the village shouting wolf wolf but though the villagers heard the cry they did not run to help him as they had before he cannot fool us again they said the wolf killed a great many of the boy's sheep and they slipped away into the forest so the moral is if you keep lying no one will believe you even if you are speaking the truth always speak the truth if you're speaking the truth, always speak the truth. 
Yeah, and think about this. You can tell a lie you can't repeat. The truth is always going to be the truth. So whenever someone is saying something to you and you know, and I always, it's, it's good. You want to be a person that's known to tell the truth or be what you call it. Um, all right. If someone says, you know, if they, your reputation is that you lie a lot, that is not good because how can, how can you reverse that? Mm. Cause I'll nobody's going to believe just like this shepherd boy. They didn't believe him. It takes, takes a lot of work to reverse it. It does. <clears throat> and you're going to always have some people, again, like you said in that first one, you're going to have some people that's going to always kind of be stuck in some some ways and some that are able to, oh, okay, he's trustworthy now. She's trustworthy now. But the best thing to do is just build up an honest way. Be trustworthy. Don't have that kind of be a pattern that you have. and You should be okay. Exactly. Exactly. That one, that was a good one, so. You know, yeah, it's harder to close the honey jar when it got a lot of bees in it. <laughs> That's true. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, dun, 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 dun. Well, don't even make problems mm, for mm, yourself. Mm, don't. Um, uh, speaking from birth, but here's another one. This is kind of like the CSG creation. So there was this big, huge, huge tree. I mean, it's called the big mother tree. And this huge, huge, big tree had all these limbs on it with these leaves. Mm -hmm. And they all, you know, when the wind come their way, they sway, especially the top ones, the ones way up the top near the sky, like they up there. Those are the ones that get most, you know, they be swaying. They be like, yeah, look at me, the, the limbs, like, look at me and my leg, look at my leaves, y'all. <laughs> look Just at me. swaying in the breeze. And all of them are pretty happy. <laughs> but one time, one of the big ones up top noticed down at the bottom, they were all kind of still in the down the bottom, Luma down there just swaying. He was like, "Oh, what's going on? He's swaying, and I'm not swaying." And he noticed, and he started coming like down to it and looking down and said, "Why are you swaying? How you? How come I'm not getting no air?" And he talked to Mister Air, and Mister Air is like, "What's your problem?" And he's like, "Why is it?" He said, "That's where the breeze." Is. And he's talking, and while he's talking. He's not knowing the noticing the rare event of the golden sun shower sun, which gives them the energy and rays mm -hmm. of their leaves. And all the leaves near the top get the most energy to supply the tree. And they started turning like, wow, because it's so rare. They didn't hadn't seen that in forever. And they turning. But the tree that's one of the limbs up there still like, okay, so you say that you just happen to be blowing down there with that limb, and that limb is before you know it, he missed the whole thing because he's so worried about the wind that happened to just blow that day down there, even though they mostly get all the air. And so what do you think the moral of the story is? I would say the moral of the story is don't concentrate on too much of what's going I mean, you got to, When you, know, you get overly focused, you're on the right track. When yeah. you get overly focused on small and mundane things, you can lose out on an advantage on all the wonderful things going on around you. You have a lack of appreciation true. for it. That is true. And you're going to miss out if you keep that kind of pattern up of worrying about small little things that you can't do nothing about. You mm -hmm. really don't have nothing to do with you. And it becomes some kind of focus. Well, I like that in that what you can do is being grateful. And that's one thing that I'm going to start doing that's part of my journey is to yeah is to be grateful and just list things that i'm grateful for every day 
And then what I would do is, you know, look at this, you know, of all the things that I've written down, make sure I write things down, but also look at them. So when I'm feeling a certain way, I can look back on the things that I'm grateful for. And like you say, some things are very small, you know, and I remember there was this saying that, you know, everybody got their own bag of things that they are carrying. You know, if you look at, at somebody else's bag and see what they're carrying, you're going to want to keep your little bag of whatever that you think that, you know, you have, you know, you know. So, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, you like that one? That was good. Yeah, to mm -hmm. make this kind of like a self-reflection there. Yeah. Well, did I tell you the one about the, um, it's a different version of the lion and the mouse? I, I know I have. mentioned it to you, but I don't know if I mentioned it on the, did I mm -hmm. mention it online? I don't think you have. Do you want to hear that one? Yeah, go ahead. You sure. Sure. Okay, so this is a slightly different version. I got two versions, but mm -hmm. this one may be more popular where you had the, um, you know, the king of the jungle, the lion. He's, he's just having fun, minding his own business, roaring about in the jungle. And the the mouse can hear it, but he didn't know where it's coming from. And he runs up on into the lion and almost literally comes right up under the lion's mm. paw. He's so frightened. And the, and the lion's like, started laughing, like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man, and I'm hungry, too. And then the mouse said, yeah, please don't eat me. I'm so sorry. I got lost. Um, yeah. I'm telling you, if you, I, 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 I'm telling you, if you let me go, I got your back. I always got your back. And the lion just chuckled like you, <laughs> my back. He was so jovial mood, even though he thought that what the mouse said was hilarious. He let the mouse go. He's like, all right, you going mm -hmm. about your business. Mm -hmm. Fast forward a few days, lion's doing his thing in the jungle, letting everybody know he's, the, you know, he running things. And boom, he got caught in a snare trap. And the net just got him. Mm. And now he's in a pickle. <laughs> and he's roaring and making all this noise. Of course, nobody ain't coming. Like, oh, no problem. He's doing all that roaring. But the mouse heard him. And he knew that was slightly different. Plus, he was friends. He said, that's my boy. Let me go see what he's doing all this roaring about. He walks over there, and he sees that this lion's stuck for a few days, looking not looking too good for him. It's stuck in his net. Mm. And the mouse said, well, mm -hmm. hey, man, no problemo. Guess what I got? Sharp teeth. I got to get all these things down anyway. Let me take care of that rope for you. <laughs> and before you know it, he had the lion had been released out of the rope. Hmm. So what do you think the moral of the story is? You're never too, <laughs> too small to help anybody. Or you shouldn't, I guess pride. Think about the lion and the pride. Well, let's think about this. We'll break it down. We would say what the lion did for the mouse is very what? It's one of the it's one of the fruits of the spirit. Start with a K. Kind? It's very kind. It, it was, was a kind. kind thing for him to do because lions don't do that. And then what the mouse did for him was the same thing. Mm -hmm. Never, never shorten your kindness towards people. Spread be it's okay. It doesn't make you weak to be kind, no matter how strong you are. Because you never know when kindness will be paid forward or paid to you. It's okay to be kind. It usually comes back around. It does. That's a good one. Kindness too. is a strength. Remember that. Not it is. It is. And when you're kind to someone, regardless, it does come back to you. I mean, I know Chris did say that, but you just never know when it does. And think about it like And this. it could be in a small way. It could be in a big way. But 
you know, be appreciative of it. Exactly. Make it a part of who you are. Not to say, oh, I can now I'm gonna get something back. Just just develop that as part of you. It doesn't make you a weak or bad. People believe for some reason that Oh, if I'm too nice, they're gonna take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Or this, and yeah, there are some people that have some, some, you know, can find fault in anything you do. We just, yeah, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. But there's actually power in kindness. The lion mm-hmm. showed that, and because he thought nothing about it, he was just genuinely kind, and the kind was paid for. It could have been paid for it, but it came back to him. No matter how small or big you think your kindness is, you never know how difference it's going to make in somebody or your life. Amen. There was a little tiny thing to the lion made a big difference to the mouse. And it probably wasn't that big a deal to the mouse, but it was a big deal to the lion. So kindness is powerful, not weak. All right. Here's another one. This may be the last one we got time for. Okay, here we go. To respond or react. Okay. A restaurant. I'm sorry. At a restaurant, a cockroach suddenly flew from somewhere Mm. and sat on the lady. She started screaming Mm. out of fear. With a panic-stricken face and trembling voice, she started jumping with both her hands, desperately trying to get rid of the cockroach. Her reaction was contagious as everyone in her group also got panicky. The lady finally managed to push the cockroach away, but it landed on another lady in the group. Mm -hmm. Now it was the turn of the other lady in the group to continue the drama. The waiter rushed forward to the rescue. In the relay of throwing, the cockroach next fell upon the waiter. The waiter stood firm, composed himself, and observed the behavior of the cockroach on his shirt. When he was confident enough, he grabbed it with his finger and threw it out of the restaurant. Sipping on my coffee and watching the amusement, the antenna of my mind picked up a few thoughts and started wondering if the cockroach was responsible for the histrionic behavior if so then why was the waiter not disturbed he handled it near to perfection without any chaos it is not the cockroach but the inability of the ladies to handle the disturbance caused by the cockroach that disturbed the ladies Mm. so moral i understand i should not react in life i should always respond the women reacted, whereas the waiter responded. Reactions are always instinctive, whereas responses are always well thought of, just and right to save a situation from going out of hand to avoid cracks in a relationship, to avoid making decisions in anger, anxiety, stress, or hurry. That is a good one. Reaction and response. Response is thought of. So something crazy is going on. When you responding out of react or out of reaction, you are stressed. You're not in, in your right thoughts, in your right mind. Whatever decision is made or whatever said is a reaction. It's not gonna in most situations, it's not gonna be one. It's gonna be one that you're gonna regret. So when you're responding to it, well, that means you're thinking about it just like this waiter has thought about, okay, how am I gonna what am I gonna how am I gonna do this? And you know, how am I gonna get this cockroach off my shirt? <laughs> he waited and just grabbed it and just oh, in a very, you know, 
in a very calm way. And you think about the reaction, start think about what happened with the ladies. They were hysterical. And guess what? Who who responded hysterical? Other people watching it mm. responded too the same way they did. So it's like you have to take in your surroundings too when you're reacting. Because let's say if you're re reacting out of anger, just imagine how others that's looking upon the situation, they're soaking that in and they're responding as well. Yeah, think and respond instead of think and react. That reminds me of a. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar. I'm sure some of you are familiar with um, Groundhog Day. Yeah. You remember the part where Bill Murray came in, His um, the mayor was choking, and his wife was like, ah, that's a reaction. Mm -hmm. People were like, Ugh. And he came in, poop, popped the thing right out of his mouth, <laughs> yeah. saved his life. <laughs> Ladies that were uh, that tired got went flat. They didn't know what to do. They was like, oh, what to do? He came and pumped the tire, changed the tire. He was responding more so than reacting. Um, our little granddaughter, she fell. Um I was thinking through like how to deal with what just happened. Um, Jordan uh, reacted. Her, which is a her mother, reaction. which is our daughter. Yeah. And, and, and I think you reacted by, ooh, and then uh, the <laughs> grandmother, ooh, Sabra, ooh. And those are reactions where I was trying to think of like, how can I respond? Because she stared at me. She stared up at me literally, then went into Whitney Houston mode and did that. <laughs> 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 and, and, and mama mama got a responded from that and reacted and responded to that so yeah it's a lot of good more that's a good that's a good one i was thinking about this too in situation you see where there it could, could it could potentially go really bad instead of reacting respond have a have something already yeah think it through before responding because if time allows your reaction could cause a really really crazy outcome especially overreacting yeah if you overreact yeah that's usually what gets in trouble i was just watching this uh before i know we lose time but i was just yeah, watching this um airplane thing where the engine blew and then the captain immediately was like okay i'm gonna take control he told the assistant captain mm -hmm. go to the manual of, of an engine how to deal with the engine blow but the captain's brain kept going and so the the sister cap the the code was going through the procedures he had he had did some things and then right in the middle of that, he said you take control and then he started announcing to the people that they might have to do a landing which is not what he's supposed to do he over now he's in overreacting he's overthinking it instead of responding thinking it through responding okay do a procedure I'm gonna keep the complaint control that was a good response and then he overreacted to it and then they had to catch back up almost lost again a plane almost they everybody was safe. But because of those slight movements, they almost lost control of that plane. Yeah. So think about this, guys. Respond. Don't react. Response is better than a reaction. Ring, ring. Yeah, yeah, yay. Hello. Hello. Responding. <laughs> no. If you think of different situations, think of some situation where you know you reacted and then think of a situation where you responded. If you can't think of anything, well, think of when somebody else, if you know a situation where somebody else responded yeah. versus react, you see there's better, uh, yet there's a better chance of the outcome being something right. but positive yeah. than Think negative. of good or good or good or helpful responses sometimes natural reactions can be the best response but not overreacting 
not underreacting. Right. But not, you know, have control of it. A control reaction is a response. Yeah, yeah. Could be. That's what I say when you're in control. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for Thank joining you. us. This has been Talk another Spice. Oh, podcast. Guys, this is episode 47. We're almost to 50. And we're going to celebrate number 50. Celebrate number 50. Like, subscribe, and follow. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Oh, 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 oh,